Welcome to McKinley Cast, the podcast about the TV show Freaks and Geeks. Uh, this week we are recording Looks and Books. In Looks and Books, a car accident results in Lindsay deciding to stop hanging out with her freak friends. She decides to rejoin the mathletes and start hanging out with Millie again. Sam adopts a new modern hairstyle in the hopes of impressing Cindy. When this fails, he seeks out a new wardrobe. I'm Emily. I'm Rich. I'm Carol. I'm Katrin. I'm Aisha. I'm Elizabeth. Elizabeth! Woo-hoo! Hello, Elizabeth! Hi, guys. Well, Elizabeth. Thank Elizabeth you. is the most long-suffering guest in the history of podcasts. <laughs> no. <laughs> we have invited her, and we have canceled on her. Well, everybody probably knows. Prob- they can probably imagine how many times that has just happened. By, just by it looking at the, the last posted date yes. of, of our podcast. <laughs> That's how many times we have canceled on Elizabeth. Four <laughs> months worth of times. <laughs> Some like hours, a few hours before showtime. Anyway, Elizabeth, where um, tell us about you, where we can find you when you're not on McKinley Cast. Sure, I am on a podcast called Down Below. It's a Babylon 5 intro cast. Babylon 5 was a sci-fi series in the early to mid-90s. It, we are on season two right now. You can find us at downbelowpodcast.com, or you can look us up on Facebook. We have a spoiler-free group and a spoilers group. Just look for it down below. Oh, right. do you have your stuff together better than we do? Well, you know, <laughs> we just plow through. Like, even if somebody can't make it, we just go, because it's a five seasons long and yeah. plus, after that, there was a spinoff show. So we're looking at another couple years. Oh, my God. Guys, and could the- you imagine if there was more than one season of this? We would be, like, in our 80s by the time we finished this thing. Well, the, the one season is kind of our downfall because we're always like, there's only one season. There's only 18 episodes, guys. So we all got to be there for all of them. Yeah. And there's no rush. Yeah, there's no rush, you know. That that was one of the agreements we kind of have made over and over again. So, you know, that's one reason it's taking us so long is because we we don't just leave people off. We always make sure we're all here. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I, I, like, with, it. I like it that way, though. I'm going to have yeah. to check out that Babylon 5 podcast because um, I... Uh, uh, I enjoyed the show when it was on and I tried to watch it like from the beginning and the first season was so bad. I was just amazed at the bad acting and then then it got (laughs) a lot better. That's what I keep hearing. Um, So far the second season is we're kind of going through a rough stretch. So we'll see. Oh, are you, I'm a a newbie. You're a newbie. I like it. I like it. It just, you know, it gets a lot better because I had come in on it in the middle and it was back in the nineties. You couldn't just, you know, Oh, uh, I'll see this from the beginning now that yeah. I found I like it. And so I had only seen it from the middle on and uh, I'd liked it. So then, 
you know, recently I said, oh, I'll try it from the beginning. And I was like, oh, my God, the first season acting is so <laughs> <The> horror. <laughs> oh. It's that early 90s, you know, it's just. And some of them I knew was. were, some of them I know are really good actors because they were on things later on, you know, and I was just like, wow. Yep. Why is it so bad? Maybe the director. The director can have a big. Yeah. A big influence. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what are yeah, we doing? Please. Freaks and Geeks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, is that? Just... I've never heard of it. <laughs> now, Rich, did we want to do the predictions? Yeah, we might as well. We have, uh, we've got, <laughs> you know, two of them. <laughs> so let's, and let's I've, do that. And I have two different ones. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so technically we have three. Two by count. <laughs> So you get double the Carol this episode. <laughs> I hope you. I hope you guys like Carol because you get. No, that's we don't have to advertise that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, why don't you? Why don't you give us the one that you have there, and then it's I'll real read. short. I just okay. uh, when I started watching it, just before I started watching it, I thought, oh, I should make a prediction. So I just said, can someone be pretty and bookish since it's looks and books? I just had this idea that, you know, it's like you can either be pretty or you can be into books. You know, the old stereotype that pretty girls aren't smart and things like that. So I thought maybe it had something to do with that, but no. Okay. Well, actually, I don't know. It actually kind of does. If you really want to, like, get into it, like, mm. uh, it, it that's kind of what Lindsay's going through, right? Like, she starts out the episode being one of the freaks and she's she cares more about her social life and then she kind of when the car accident happened she runs right back into her old life where she's being all bookish again and then by the end of the episode she's kind of starting to find the happy medium between the two of them you know what i mean yeah i hope so, so. I, I, I could see where where you were going with that that kind of that kind of makes sense to me yeah now let, let's compare that to uh your original post here from <laughs> june 6th um, all right, looks and books, she says. Maybe it is about our perception that a person's appearance can tell you whether they are smart or not. Drink someone, what you said. Or maybe it is using looks as in, quote unquote, he gave me a look. I have no idea. Except <laughs> that there will be books in this episode, and people will occasionally look at each other and talk. There will definitely be talking too. <laughs> I don't think you were wrong about any of that, Carol. <laughs> Going out and live there. Yeah. It, it real, does real specifics. Giving somebody a look actually is a kind of getting towards you know what Sam was going through, but it really wasn't. I was really wrong about most everything. Uh, at least you're being honest about what you're actually yeah. thinking. Yeah, I was well, wrong. Okay, well, we got Katrin's prediction too, but... This one's pretty deep, guys, so just give me a second. Katrin says, perhaps a study date of some kind, question mark. I don't know. I'm bad at predicting things. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Was there a study date in this episode? I don't think so. No. I can't even give you half a point. Sorry. I mean, kind of, because with the whole thing with Millie and stuff. Yeah, they were studying a lot. Lots of that math that I didn't understand at all. That dang math. Yeah. Did any of you understand anything they were talking about? 
vaguely. They Mostly. sounded like words I have heard in math classes in the past. Well, we did not take the same math classes, Katrin. <laughs> well, I, I've taken them a bit more recently, I would think. That's it's fresher true. in her memory. I mean... Hey, you being in a school still, do you, do you have to do that, that Common Core stuff now? The what? The Common Core stuff that they're teaching in the schools now. Like state know. testing and stuff? I mean, I have to take state tests, but I've no, always... No, 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 it's like... No, uh, it's a weird way to teach math, and Scout yeah. does it, and it's the worst yeah, my oh. son's doing it now, too. It's, I have no idea what's going on. You have to, like, circle stuff and, like, I, I don't know. There's all kinds of crazy I feel like stuff. that's mostly for elementary school yeah. people. Well, it's teaching he, the basics. I, I think so. Yeah, but I heard uh, that the older grades, like, the main thing about it was that the older grades were having a really hard time adjusting to it because they'd already learned the other stuff. Oh, so I know well, that they're teaching it at least beyond sixth grade. I, I just didn't know if they went all the way to high school. Oh, yeah, I don't... they started doing it at the high school I used to work at. I don't know. Wow. I, so they're actually so the the kids that were were freshmen and then became sophomores had to retrain themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm not taking math this year, and I didn't have to do that last year, so I don't know. I don't. I think have, that's a thing in Illinois. I actually have to teach it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and I am not. I'm not a math person. I mean, I'm a English as a second language teacher. I'm a you know, English person. And, uh, I mean, it's the math teacher and I were commiserating over it because they, they're teaching some things that are just like, I was saying to her, why these, these things make no sense. And, uh, she was basically saying, yeah, they don't, they, they need to learn them for the test. That's the only thing they need to learn them for. Yeah. I remember the month I took the HESPA, like, all of my classes, like, they just taught, like, English and math, just enough for us to pass, and it was ridiculous. And then you spend a lot of time teaching um, test-taking skills. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm convinced it's damaging to my daughter, because it'll teach her one way to do it, and she'll get it, and then it'll teach her another way that's so convoluted and weird. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it, it yeah. takes her confidence away from what she already knew. She forgets everything she knew because her confidence is shaken and she does she loses her spot. It's driving me nuts. I hate it. Uh, when yeah. my son was when my son was in grade school, I noticed them starting to do weird things like they would teach them a way to do multiplication that I knew he was going to have to unlearn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We are doing that today. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was, well, I mean, he wasn't in grade school that long ago. He was 18. But um, he, the thing was, I remembered wanting to do it that way when I was in school and them saying, no, 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 don't do it that way. Because when the numbers get you know bigger and more complicated, you're going to, that way won't work. So, you know, learn it right from the beginning so that you don't get confused. And I remember thinking, oh, okay. All right. Ugh. Okay, I'll do it the you know the hard way from the beginning, and that way I won't have to unlearn. Now they're like, oh no, do it the bad way at the beginning, and then unlearn it, and learn the way you have to do the more complicated numbers later. I was just like, yeah. gotta be kidding. Yeah, yeah well, I, I thought the whole reason for this was that you were supposed to be like, like okay, for example, when we learned multiplication tables, you know, or when I did, and I assume Emily did. Um, 
it was just you just learn you memorize what the multiplication tables are you know it's yeah. like you know six times seven is 42 like you just know that you just memorize that yeah. apparently now the whole thing is they're trying to like this is supposed to just get rid of that whole memorization process and implement a structure like a formula where you would actually understand how you got that number instead of just knowing it. You know what I mean? So to play devil's advocate, I, I understand why they would be doing something like that, where they want you to show all your work, where they want you to take the long path to get from point A to point B. Yes, because you're supposed to deeply understand it. Right. But, and and yeah. I get that. I get that because I've complained many times when I was in school that I didn't understand specific things because at the harder levels of like, let's say science or math or whatever, like you really need to understand how you got there in the first place. And if you didn't do well in the previous class, you know, like if, if you didn't do good in, in a, well in a algebra one and then you go to algebra two and algebra two is teaching you more difficult stuff, you're going to be bad at algebra two also, yeah. you know? And in this mm -hmm. situation, the way that they're setting up now, you shouldn't, that shouldn't happen. You know, you shouldn't be able to move on until you actually understand the formula and the reasons for getting to the next spot. So I do understand it, but at the same time, I don't actually get what my six-year-old is doing, and that makes me feel very bad about myself. The good news <laughs> is shaking your confidence. The good yeah. news is that we can move on into Freaks and Geeks podcast. Yeah, well, we can. Good and we should. Victory. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's get out of algebra. I don't know why. So. Sorry, guys. All right. Well, yeah. The episode begins with uh, basically the the freaks need, are having a party, or they they know of a party that they want to go to, and they need to borrow Lindsay's parents' station wagon. And my, we are my first. Yeah, Rich. My first note here. I don't know if anybody else felt this way, but. I have a question here. It says, is Lindsay getting a rep as a pothead? I would definitely think so. Isn't the first thing that they said, wasn't the first line of the episode like, uh, if I give you a joint, will you have sex with me? Or something like that? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Some, some rando just walking down the hallway. Yeah, yeah and that yeah. makes me mad because that is just pure kind of bullying behavior. They didn't have a joint to give her. They were just teasing her. That was just pure meanness, and I Hate that. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that in this episode. It was it was coming from all angles. I mean, Sam yeah. got it so hard throughout the and with just like nonsense stuff too. Like uh, we'll get to that later I, on, but yeah, I, just, I definitely do think she's getting some kind of reputation yeah. here. That's what I was thinking. That you know that it's finally starting to come back around. That because she's been hanging around with the people she's been hanging around with. She's starting to get a, a reputation um, that really has nothing to do with her. I know, but it does kind of make sense because they, they oh, yeah. all smoke pot. You know what I mean? I I I didn't. I don't know if we brought this up before, but uh, Elizabeth, are you a newbie or are you a vet? Um, I've watched it one time before, so okay. I don't remember okay. a lot of it from the first time I watched it. All so right. you could call me like a half. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Rich no, is kind of a half. That's how I feel anyway. <laughs> you know, I've seen it like seven times, but I probably remember as much as you. Yeah, so, it's kind of like it. If I haven't thought about it in a while, it just goes away. Yeah, that, much like that, math. You know what? <laughs> no, don't go back there. It's <laughs> no, yeah. a bad Let's place. Yes. Back Yeah, no, I Netflix is doing this to me though. You know, like 
Netflix, the, the whole concept of it, its existence, like just makes me forget every show that I've ever seen because I watch like 12 other shows before I go back to that show. And I, yeah. my brain just doesn't have the room to keep all of these memories there. <laughs> yeah, I feel really bad for our newbies. Because of how long we're taking? Yeah, it's a terrible way to watch any show. I, I wonder if any of them are the still actually. Uh, have you guys really at all? memory for TV. Well, that's you good. You do, Katrin? Well, you're, you're still young. You haven't seen as much TV as us. I've seen a lot of TV, okay? Yeah, but you've only got 16 years of experience. 17. Yeah. Oh, Almost that's how long we've been podcasting. It's <laughs> you, you have... is 17 now. <laughs> Wait, so we missed your birthday? Are you driving? Uh, no, didn't Kachin have a birthday with somebody else in the group? Yeah. The same birthday? Emily, we have the same birthday. <laughs> we do? I, November 18th, right? Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember wishing Kachin a happy birthday and all. So she's oh, almost yeah. so 18. Turned... Oh, yeah, I you're have... going to be 18 soon. Yeah. Yeah, you just like Katrin's growing up. <laughs> Katrin's like uh, nine months younger than my son. Yeah, we're probably gonna put her through college. <laughs> I guess. No, <laughs> she'll only be do. just be starting college when we finish. <laughs> we'll get her through. <laughs> oh man! All right, guys. So so yeah, I don't know. I I think. Uh, the first thing I was thinking was just like, I can't believe we're starting this episode. Like, because just because it's been so long, we start this episode and the freaks are immediately taking advantage of Lindsay again. And I was like, wow, they, this is episode 11. You know, and there's only what, 18 episodes, right? And they're still, mm -hmm. we're still in the that point of, of their relationship where they're still just. They're using know, her. Yeah, they're still using her. I, I couldn't believe it. I was she so... hasn't put the foot down yet, you know? Yeah. I was so glad when she finally put her foot down. Oh man, yeah. she let him have it. I love it. Oh yeah, I've been Don't waiting. Don't say anything. That's a quote, baby. That's a quote. <laughs> but okay, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so how did you feel about the whole? Uh, I mean, do you want to guys want to just skip around because we could just no, go no, right you can, there. You can go on with your thing. We'll just interrupt you mercilessly. Mercilessly. Yeah. Mercilessly. Okay. All right, well, that's all I had for that. So that's all I wrote down, guys. Sorry. I got to go later. Well, I have huge issues with the car accident. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what issues as in? Lindsay had the right of way. Oh, yeah. 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 That lady's like, didn't you see me street. pulling out of my driveway? You don't yep. pull out of your driveway if a freaking car's coming. <laughs> it is but your wait. fault, lady. And of course you call Was the police to get a police report. What was that, was Rich? There a, was there a stop sign there? Uh, I'd have to watch again. I do not think so. I don't think so. I, don't think so. I like thought it was in the middle, middle of the, of the block. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's in the middle of the block, I think. Yeah. I'm just asking. I have no idea. No, no. It's a good question, but I think it was in the middle of the block. Yeah. Okay, yes, so then, yeah, she was absolutely, she was absolutely completely in the right. Even if she wasn't paying attention, it does not matter. Right. Because she didn't do anything wrong. She could have prevented really? it had she been had her full attention, but no. You, when you pull out of your driveway, you have to wait for it to be. Big things are happening in Rich's house. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Nice sound effect, Rich. That was me emulating a car crash. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a note here. Lies are coming home to roost. But I think that was about the show, not about Rich. <laughs> what was that? Uh, the li- um, uh, Lindsay's loss after the crash. Her lies start, you know, coming home to roost because she's finally got really caught big time. Mm. Yeah, there's no getting out of that situation. How'd you, how'd you guys feel about the way that Mr. Weir, Weir handled the situation? Oh, remind me. He was a um, hard ass. He was calm, but aggressive. And, uh, I mean, I wish I had the actual things that he said, but he was basically just like, listen, you know what you did is wrong. You're going to be grounded. I don't know how long you're going to be grounded for. Right. They were just like sitting like quietly in a room. You know? He told her he could have called the cops on his own daughter because she took yeah. the car without asking. He Right. 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 Yeah. I, if, am I wrong or is this like the first time that he didn't like bring up somebody dying and stuff? <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's actually why I brought it up because yeah, yeah. Took this situation very seriously. Like, right. No comic yeah. uh, aspect to it. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't. I don't think he's trying to be comical when he does bring up the whole. You know, and you, oh no, and I, I mean from the writer's perspective, not from the character's perspective. Like they, yeah. they didn't want him to be funny. They were just like, yeah, straight shooting this right now. Yeah. And I gotta say, Linda Cardellini, she this I think this was her best acting episode. The entire time, like I completely bought into everything that she was doing. She seemed so unbelievably disappointed in herself mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. And I think that's probably a hard emotion to show, you know, disappointment in oneself. So I don't know. And she was just crying the whole time and like uh, I just bought into it. Yeah, her shirt was Literally wet with tears. Yeah, you can yeah. see them come dripping off the bottom of her chin. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I thought I thought that whole I, I enjoyed how they handled that and how serious they made it seem. They just completely got rid of it. there wasn't there was a lot of this episode that was pretty serious actually. Um I'd say it was one of the least heavy on the comedy. So I don't. I mean, listen. It's kind of hard to like go from point to point on this. So let's just like let's just kind of like uh, summarize the same thing in a whole here and just talk about everything that happened. So basically, he's notices that uh, Cindy Sanders' boyfriend, who I can't remember his name, does anybody remember his Todd. name? Todd. Wow. Todd. Wow. Okay, it's Todd. <laughs> um, Todd feathers his hair, so Sam decides to also feather his hair. And I actually thought it looked pretty damn good. I know that Cindy Sanders didn't like it. She said something about, did he wear a hat that day? (laughs) Well, it did look flat when she said that. Yeah. 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 I thought it looked good all the time. But in the morning, it looked good. I was jealous. In the morning, it looked good. And it it flattened out. Oh, by the way, before we go on, uh, spoiler warning right here. Uh, Mm -hmm. But before I actually say the spoiler, I just want to vaguely mention it. Did anybody watch the season premiere of Bones? Oh, I yeah. heard about that. Mm-mm. Yes. No. Nope. Yes. But someone okay. put Bones smiley face <laughs> as did, her status. Did, uh, who who said no? Feed. 
I don't watch Bones, so go I don't, ahead. I don't, watch Bones, I don't care. So it doesn't matter. So is anybody that actually watches Bones not seen it? Okay, so I'll take silence as a no. <laughs> spoiler alert for the listeners who haven't seen it yeah, yet. Yeah, spoiler alert for the listeners. Just ahead. skip ahead, like, you know, a minute. I'm on the edge of my I, seat. My, <laughs> Me too. I, I thought of the podcast character. when I saw it. Dude, Me he too. was my favorite character. My mm-hmm. absolute favorite character. He's been there for nine seasons. Wait, oh, is this, uh, what's his face? The guy that plays Sam? Yes, John Francis Daly. They killed him off in the first episode. (gasps) Oh, I couldn't believe it. And then they and they did it in such a in such a way where like (laughs) they had to like creep you out with it. Like not only does he die and he like dies in front of like you know the other two main characters of the show and everybody's all sad and stuff, but his wife is revealed as pregnant at the beginning of the episode. I don't think they've been married yet. Uh, okay, girlfriend is revealed. Yeah, and then they even have to show us his body like a couple days later, and they open the body bag, and there he is, just like Sam, just pale and dead, with his eyes still open, like blood clearly, like you know, as like yeah, ah, just freaked me out, dude. I haven't been able to get it out of my head (laughs) the last day. I was partially spoiled for it because I had seen something on Yahoo that said something about, you know, why it, the producer felt it was okay to kill one of the characters. And I quickly got away from it. And then I watched the episode after that. And about halfway through, I was like, oh, no, they're going to kill Sweets. Yeah, you could, you could see it coming the whole time. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, when they they introduced the character that, you know, was exactly his type. Yep. To begin with. And they also they also made him the got or they uh got them as close as possible, Sweets and Bones and Booth by uh making yeah. Booth the the godfather of the kid and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So they were just like they were really laying on the thick yeah. we love sweets in yeah. that episode and then goodbye sweets. <laughs> Yep, yeah, but it was like, no, and then I was just waiting for what happened from then on. All right, well, that let's get back to out of the depressing pool. Of- oh, one more thing. I heard they did that because John Francis Daly wants to, like, get into, like, writing and directing stuff. Yeah, he's actually directing a big movie, apparently, in the next yeah. couple. Yeah. He's been, it, he's it's, been, it's good for him. Yeah, he's been writing, and he's been directing for a long time. I had... um. I didn't know his name, and I was listening to a podcast. Uh, I think it may have been the Nerdist, Nerdist Writers podcast, and um, they were talking about these movies and you know, and these and voice sounded so familiar to me. I was trying to figure out who this voice belonged to, and they made a couple of things. And Freaks and Geeks came up, and luckily there were no spoilers. Um, and I suddenly realized who. He, who it was and he's he's written a bunch of comedies and stuff like yeah you know, yeah he's, he's doing movies. stuff he's yeah. definitely he's, he's busy he, he couldn't be on the show anymore was the whole thing he was just too busy yeah. to actually be yeah. a serious regular anymore but it's yeah. still depressing because he was my favorite character on the show yeah all right talented guy yeah, yeah. 
So, um, yeah, but, uh, I mean, so Sam, you know, in an attempt to, you know, recreate himself, he goes to the store and buys a jumpsuit. A big blue garbage man jumpsuit. It's a Parisian night suit. (laughs) It's a a Parisian night suit, which could also be considered a garbage man's suit mixed with a disco theme. Or uh, the Sam... No, not Sam. Um, Neil had it right. His grandpa, like, has that suit in Florida. Yes, he does. (laughs) Anyway, he only puts it on because he's too lazy to put on pants. Right. (laughs) I, I just have in my notes, not a polyester jumpsuit. No! <laughs> I love how he walks into the school, just like this big <laughs> smile on his face, so confident, just radiating, <laughs> glowing. And just over the course of the next 10 seconds, just goes to complete terror in his face. And he's just yes. <laughs> I... This this one, you know, you guys know how I feel about embarrassment humor. It's just really hard for me. This did go over the line. I was I was having a really hard time watching this. Same. Yeah. Oh, it's rough. I think it's worse than uh, the other going through the hallway scene that we saw earlier in the show. Oh, it's no. This is this is the worst embarrassment humor so far the the show has had on it, and uh, you know. Notes are all like one after another. Difficult to watch Sam in the bedroom. I was dreading him wearing it to school. No, I, lots of no's. You shouldn't watch that new show, Selfie. Then. Yeah, I no. saw that. Yeah, Carol. I have bad news for you. This was an actual event in Paul Feig's life. Oh, I'm so sorry. But his mother's that. the one that went to the store with him and thought it would be great too. Was it actually a Parisian night suit? I don't know. It was <laughs> it was a it was one of those suits though. Oh, I'm so a sorry. Onesie thing. Uh, <laughs> no, my God, the sales to guy the with the wig and stuff. I'm not gonna do it. Hold hold on a sec. <laughs> okay. Everybody. While I was watching with him walking down the hallway in the suit, I think at one point I actually said out loud, "Oh God, just take it off and streak again." Yeah. <laughs> it would have worked out better you're absolutely right I just wrote oh Sam's too painful yeah I mean the kids were so dirty about it too like they were just like it's one thing to like you know I, I mean it was literally like the entire school had turned on him at that moment like there were when he goes to class when he tries to leave and the the lady makes him stay. I was just like, why would you make him stay? Clearly, clearly, this is going to ruin this child's life. Let him go home and change, please, for the love of God. And then he has to go sit down in class, and the teacher asks him to stand up for the whole class. And the comment she makes about oh. Oh my oh. god. Oh my, the, the homo cough start. And she has to just go off on the whole, just like, first of all, I mean, it's probably not appropriate for a teacher to ever say the word homo. Just, just don't do it, teacher. You're a teacher. Well, yeah. And she said it twice. So <laughs> I was just like, God, he, she's killing this kid. She's killing it. Well, it's the way she said it, too. I mean, it was yeah, just no, she's, so ridiculous. I, I, 
Well, I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah. She just, she just, she like emphasized it, like right. you know, like uh, just, just terrible. Leave the yeah. kid alone, the poor kid. And then, I mean, listen, I, I kind of enjoyed the scene where he was like in front of a mirror, like trying to like. Ow! 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 Oh, this is a great <laughs> Sam episode. But uh, but the second he was not alone anymore, oh, no. it was just horrifying the and then Rosso, to try to cheer him up, gives him the most generic be-yourself advice in the world. And it freaking worked. <laughs> Sam was like, you know what? I am cool. You're right. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I know, because he pointed to that drawing of him. And I was like, and that sort of did it. And I was like, you what about that drawing? <laughs> Makes yeah. him look cool. Exactly. That's what I was thinking the whole time. It's like, how does how is this working? How is any of this working? But it is. I mean, Sam is just very gullible, I guess. I don't, I don't even know what the word is to explain what Sam is. But he totally bought into the to the Rosso lines, which are don't get me wrong, they're they're accurate. You know, be yourself. You know, if you have confidence, people will like you. You know, this is all true. It was just like. He said it in such like that like um, I cannot relate to children way. Yet he <laughs> totally related to Sam somehow. And he overshared again. Oh. Although oh. he stopped short on what has to be a very terrifying story. <laughs> oh. He asked yeah. him, and then what happened? And he just like looks at him, and he's like, "That doesn't matter." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's about all for the whole Sam storyline. Anybody have anything to say about it? Well, just that usually when you see a TV show and some you know people are looking at somebody for some reason, usually it's very exaggerated. But I totally believe that if he went to school with that outfit on, every single person would be looking <laughs> at him and laughing. There's yeah. nobody that would see that and not stare. Yeah, and the it big white bad. comb in the pocket deserves a nod. <laughs> I love that touch. <laughs> I didn't even notice that he had uh, one of those big right. white handled combs, like an afro comb. Yeah, I know because he saw Todd take a comb out of his pocket or something. Oh, okay. Hair. So he wanted to bring his comb with him. Sam's such a cool guy. But it was a giant comb. It was a giant comb. <laughs> <laughs> it was for his new feathered look, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You gotta yeah. have that comb handy at all times. Right. You know, I'm actually surprised we didn't have a scene where Cindy saw him in the suit. Or oh. almost saw him, like, the nude scene. Yeah. Like, anything just, like... Like, she she saw his hair, but nothing nothing involving her in the suit. Like, thank God. You know? <laughs> yes. like, yeah, that might have been just too far gone. You know? Yeah, they would have had to move him on, find another crush for Sam at that point. Yeah. It couldn't, it couldn't be, be coolified good. like uh, the streaking. Like the streaking? Yeah. All right, well, there's Sam's whole thing. So let's get back to, to the serious part, well, the more serious part, I guess. Um, so Lindsay, in her you know disappointment in herself, decides that she's going to rejoin the Manaflutes. How'd you feel about this decision, newbies? Mathletes is social suicide. <laughs> uh, 
I just I thought it was interesting that you know she. I had down that she's trying on her old persona while Sam is trying a new persona. Yeah, um, I loved seeing Lindsay how she used to be before, you know, probably just months before this show started. She pulled yeah. out her old clothes. Mm-hmm. It was a nice little window into yeah, how the school used to view her. her I, I think it's interesting that she had to go from the one extreme to the other. Yeah. She mm-hmm. has done that multiple times now, and I just I feel like she needs to find somewhere in the middle where she can be happy. Yeah, and I hope that mm-hmm. she does. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole idea of like you know if you, if you don't know who you are, that's what mm-hmm. the type of stuff that you do. Like she just has no idea where she's going, what she's doing, what she wants. Right. You know, the the whole concept of just not knowing what you want to be in general, and that she's. She's trying the the most extreme versions of everything, you know. Yeah. And that's not going to work. And that's why I said, like, in the beginning of the episode when we were talking, like, you know, she's got to find that happy medium, which it seems like she was kind of veering towards at the end, you know, like uh, when she said, like, Millie, I, listen, I can't, like, I still want to be friends with you, like, we will be friends forever, but. I can't sleep over your house with these mathletes. Yeah, this was the Freaks and Geeks version of you can't go home again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She yeah, figured out that this is, that's never that going to be her again. Yeah. Yeah. And but, I actually like that a lot, though. Yeah. But I wish, I, I really, I mean, I know it would end the series and stuff, but I kind <laughs> of was like ready to say, you know, Lindsay, there's, you know, you don't have to, totally hang out with the mathletes and you don't that your choice is not the freaks or the mathletes there's even in high school there's a whole world out there you know and uh i sort of agree with that there is i I think for the first two years of high school it's hard to be a part of both of those cultures and then i think junior and senior years it's much easier Everybody kind of comes together and everybody's cool with everybody doing whatever they want to be doing. But freshman year, sophomore year, I mean, kids were harsh, you know? So I, I don't know. Maybe kids it, are it harsh. On... Period. Kids are always harsh. Oh, good. I'm glad. But, <laughs> um, but I don't know. As like someone who's in high school during my sophomore year, I was, I mean, admittedly, my two worlds were bit less further far apart but i was like the weird theater kid and i was also on the uh scholastic bowl team so like i don't know no those totally go together katrin are you no they really don't have you met theater people theater people are weird i hate theater people they're my people i don't do theater stuff my best friends were the theater stuff they were the lighting crew for the most part yeah yeah, but, I mean, and, and I mean, the lighting... they were all smart, though. They were all smart. Like, all of my uh, theater friends, they were all well, smart. Well, like, there's, there's the theater people, and then there's the theater tech people. Those are two very different Yes. Things. Rich, are... you were not involved. I don't they see that. <laughs> like, the theater tech people are, like, smarter. But, like, the theater kids, they're, they're an... they're a strange group. So when you say the theater kids, you mean, like, the actual, like, actors? The actors, Yes. And Who are, are usually, they're usually smart kids too, but 
different. I mean, yeah, different. It's, <laughs> they don't need okay, to well, be. It depends on, yeah, it depends on the, on the school and stuff too. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was on the outskirts of a lot of different groups. You know, I'm definitely a theater nerd. I always have been. But, um, you know, I just had friends from a lot of different groups. Yeah. And, See, so uh, did I, but it was like, it, it took a while for that to be accepted for, for, for me and my friends. I mean, like I said, I hung out with, like, the, the kids that, like, one of my best friends, Anna, she is a professional photographer now, and she did, you know, the, the theater lighting, and she used to do set up the stages and stuff like that. And um, she was, like, really bright. But I never hung out with any of the people that were actually, like, on the stage, like, performing or anything like that. Like, I didn't know any of them. Yeah, that's an to be entirely honest, I thought different they were all kind of weird. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the theater groups in the high school are different from when you get out into either college or professional theater. It uh, It changes drastically. Yeah. I mean also like I don't know I have a very wide variety of friends like my friends range from going in terms of characters on this show my friends range from like Millie to Nick Mm -hmm. like I have people very much like those characters both in my friend group it's very diverse I don't know I feel like it's what? No Seth Rogen? Uh, well, to an extent, kind of. But I don't know. I just, I feel like it's not as hard to be involved with many groups as a lot of... Shows make it out to be? Yeah, shows and everything else. There's also more than just those two groups in the school. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. Well, that's, that's absolutely true. There's there's so many. Yeah. Did they actually? Have you ever seen Mean Girls? Yes. Yeah. I love I love the scene where they go into the cafeteria and she's like introducing each like table as to like what clique they're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I've just got to say, I had my twenty year homecoming high school reunion this I weekend. I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. And it was interesting. Just going back after 20 years. Now, I was one of those. I never um, I never got teased. I was too nice. I was just, like, there. Everyone knew me. Everyone, like, liked me. Uh, they thought I was funny. That's, like, all everything is written in my yearbook, you know. You're so funny. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Um, and I just, I don't know. The popular kids knew me, but I wasn't into that crowd. I don't know. I was as middle of the road as you could get, I would guess. I didn't just, even have I didn't even have anybody sign my yearbook. That was that kid. You know? <laughs> the one that was like, I'm too good for this. I don't need people's signatures. <laughs> Probably because I was just afraid that I'd have like 100 signatures that just said like, have a nice summer. I, I just didn't even want to deal with that. You'd be like that potential. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. Be like Marcy on Buffy. Oh yeah, just and then just disappear forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it was interesting doing a high school show tonight and watching a high school show today and stuff. Just I would never be able to do what you did, Emily. 
in a million years, there's no way I would ever go to a 20-year high school reunion, or, or even a 10-year, for that matter. I had a blast. I was there till 4 in the morning. Wow. wow. It was fun. There is not a single person in my grade that I have any urge to talk to at all, except for the ones that I already talked to. <laughs> you know? Aside from them, like, there's a reason I stopped communicating with the other ones. <laughs> I, yeah, the little I group actually, I was talking to till four, it was like a mini big chill. It was awesome. Yeah. Like, stuff came out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. Anyway. Stuff came out. Yeah. <laughs> stuff comes out after, when you've been together. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just, it's just the line that you're saying <laughs> sounds really dirty. <laughs> Stuff's just coming out. <laughs> Words and situations. The reunions I went to were interesting because um, I went to like the 10th, which I think worked out because um, my brother had gone to his fifth and it was still like high school and it was like never again. Yeah, I'd and, never go to a fifth. Yeah, but I went to the 10th and I went specifically to just get rid of any old ghosts that were still haunting me from high school. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I got there and it's looking around and saying, yeah, we're all adults now. And, and you guys have no power over me anymore. And that was kind of my reason for going to the 10th. And it worked out really well. And I did see a couple people that, you know, I was friendly with in high school. And one of them was like, Carol, you're the last person I ever expected to see at a reunion. Because <laughs> I was the kid at graduation who, while everybody was in tears and saying they'd miss each other, I was like laughing and having the best time. And I was like, bye, guys. <laughs> Carol's too hardcore for a reunion. That's what I'm getting out of that. <laughs> well, the funny thing was that like the 20th reunion, because we all know I'm old. Um, and it's 20th was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> the 20th reunion was really interesting because the, all of a sudden people who I barely knew, well, I, I knew cause they had been in grade school classes with me, but you know, it's not like we ever associated with each other. We just were in the same class. Um, got real nostalgic. So. I'm standing there with a group of guys who never paid me any attention for all the time we were in school together. And one of them is like, do you realize we've all known each other since we were five years old? We've started in kindergarten together and went through 12 years of school and all this <laughs> stuff. And it's like, and he's acting like I'm part of this group. And everything <laughs> he was saying was true. I mean, I did go to school with these guys for 12 years, but this was the most we'd ever talked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, I did find that odd. It was weird, you know? We just, like, talked like we were, like, really good friends back then. I'm like, I don't know if we ever had a conversation, but we're here, like, hugging each other. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I, I also realized that the people at the reunions were generally the same people who had been, like, done the prom and stuff. And I didn't go to the prom either. So it was just like, oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. It was weird. I didn't go to the last one. Yeah. I, I thought know. about I mean, it. I, pro I probably should have gone to the last one. But. 
everything you guys just said just sounded I mean, like a nightmare to me. <laughs> <laughs> the hugging of the people and the, and the remembering of the nostalgia that may or may not have actually existed. I, I, mean, I remember... I remember one time there was this girl, this most beautiful girl in my school, like easily. And she, uh, I saw her at a mall. This was like right after we graduated high school. And I just randomly saw her. And she was like, I had, at that point, I had just gotten my lip pierced. And she was like, she said something like, oh, why would you do that to your face? Like, you have such a cute face. And I was just like, first of all, I was like, there's no way you would have ever said that to me. Um, but then, she turns around and she introduces me to her friends as, so this is my friend Rich. We have known <laughs> each other since we were six years old. And I was literally just thinking like, yeah, but I, we stopped talking after fifth grade. Like fifth <laughs> to 12th grade, that whole seven year period where you actually become a human being, like we didn't say anything to each other. <laughs> so, And that one little instance of talking to her, <laughs> made me know that I would never go to a reunion in my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's get back to the okay. <laughs> We've only got like 20 minutes here. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so we've got... Am I echoing? I hear myself. Yeah. yeah. I don't hear you. I heard I echoes, but not enough. Okay. okay. But then I just echoed. I'm echoing. Am I echoing Hey, something that something that um, raised my eyebrows a bit um, is when Lindsay was saying uh, something about that she's going to be number one or she's not going to do it at all. Mm-hmm. I have a great big uh-oh next to that. Um, perfectionist? And very competitive, I mean, like, like super competitor came out. Like, not to you mention know, the fact that you end up not doing a lot of stuff if you have to be number one at it. Well, you know, I took that more as, and while that's probably true, I'm not saying that it's not, I took that as um, just the fact that, you know, when somebody's sad or depressed or doesn't know what they're doing, they bury themselves in, in their work or whatever passion that they have, you know, and they're they just trying to ignore, on yeah, they're focusing. I took it as her just being like, I just want to bury myself in this math lead thing and just focus all of my energy on it so that I don't have to think about anything else. But she, you know? but she was focusing it on it on on being better than that girl whose name uh, Shelly, Shelly. Yeah, Shelly. Yeah. Well, and on- her mom even says, "Oh, is she on the other team?" She's like, "No." Yeah, yeah, and then her and then her mom's like, "Are you having fun?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was it was very misplaced, you know, competition. Even though Shelley wasn't a very nice person, but no, and I could see why she got that way. Mm-hmm. After yeah. Talking to Shelley. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, what did everybody think of Millie in this one? Uh, I was wondering how you guys thought of her because I thought she came off really well. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I liked I was, her. Yeah, I was thinking of Rich <laughs> during the, while I was watching it. I was like, uh, Millie is being really nice. 
hey, I wonder if Rich still hates her. <laughs> um, I liked what she did at the end. Uh, <clears throat> I really, no, I, I did. I liked pretty much everything that she did. I, I, I liked the fact that she gave up her seat to Lindsay, even though Lindsay was protesting against it. Uh, I liked how she came and consoled Lindsay at the end. I thought that was a great scene where, where they were sitting down on her bed, although their faces were like just way too close to each other. I don't know if anybody else noticed that. <laughs> no. They were no. they were like an inch apart. It was crazy. <laughs> no, but but what she was saying, just like she was, you know, the, she started talking about how like the, the girl got bloody nose and then sneezed and it got all over and then she passed out. And that's hilarious. That That is a funny ass thing to happen. And <laughs> And that would definitely make me feel better if I was feeling like crap. So no, I, I this was probably my favorite silly episode. But, I yeah, I even part of that where where she actually pissed me off. Yeah, I wrote it down. She said, "I'm really glad, Mr. Kukowski, Kukowski, um, Thank you. <laughs> kicked me off of the team so you could be on it." And she said it so sincerely that w- that could have been said, you know, mm-hmm. with like an edge to it, but there was none. I just noticed it was, she That's, said it. And that is the one part sincere. where we're going to disagree though, because you think I actually wasn't? thought, I thought she said that with a hint of, of edginess and a little mm-hmm. bit of like, I don't think so. I, 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 I rewound it. Too nice. I rewound it and I watched it again. I, I mean, I literally just watched that episode like before we came on here. And I, after she said that, I was like, was she being a bitch? Uh, I rewound it. I was like, I'm still not sure. Yeah, I, I did the same like, thing, and I was, determined was she was not. So nice that I just I don't believe that a human being is that nice. That's just the cynicism coming out of me. Yeah, really. I feel like she was being really nice and accommodating towards Lindsay because she missed her and missed having her on the team. So she was just trying to be as accommodating as possible, so she would stay and be her best friend again. Well, that is a, that is a third option. Yeah, and it, I like that. That's too. not sincere or bitchy. So. And but also, I think the it's sincerity. It's sad. <laughs> I think the sincerity <laughs> does come from her when she said, you know, she she wanted to do what was best for the team. She wanted the team to win, and they're more likely to win with Lindsay um, on the team than than her on the team. True. There was definite disappointment. There. there was definite mm-hmm. disappointment when Mr. Kowchevsky gave her the news. Yeah. That so, she so was off. Emily thinks that she's being completely sincere. I think that there might have been a hint of bitchiness in it. Um, Aisha thinks that it was more about her just trying to reclaim her friend. And then Carol says that it's more of a professional attitude here where it was all for the team. What what Katrin and uh, Elizabeth? What, what's your what's your <laughs> okay? We need two new ones. Yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> I too I mostly agree with Emily. I think Millie is just like a very very honest person. I don't mm-hmm. I don't see her ever like I don't see her ever using like sarcasm or like not just saying what she means. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think that when she says, I am glad that you are on this team, even if it means I'm not, I think she means that. 
So, yeah, that's that's how I took it. Yes. And I and I agree. Um, there is nothing else to sh- in the episode to show that she would have been mm-hmm. bitchy about it. I mean, yeah, she was disappointed that she was not on the I don't know first block. Is that what they call it? But yeah. I don't think that translated into any kind of animosity towards Lindsay. Yes, um, I win. Uh, i agree because the the team thing was just like i felt like it was just part of it that you know there were a lot of different elements but that she sincerely did she was sincerely glad that that Lindsay was there i mean i was really glad in this whole thing i was waiting to, to see if millie was going to at some point say one of these horrible things that she said that as uh Katrin pointed out is like totally honest i mean she said a lot of kind of awful things but they've always been part of her core beliefs about things you know there's just being honest just coming out yeah I can see that, and I do. Based on her character and the way that she's acted in the past, that definitely makes sense. Um, if I were to look at this, like I just, I think it was the fact that the the way that she said it was like she could have easily said, "I'm really glad that you're on this team again," and nobody would think twice about it. But what she said was, "I'm really glad." that Kalchevsky kicked me off the team. And she used the words, kicked me off the team so that you could be on it. And then Lindsay had to rebut that by saying, well, she didn't, he didn't kick you off the team. You're just on reserves. So Lindsay clearly assumed kind of what I'm assuming here because mm-hmm. she felt the need to, um, to, to argue against that, that statement. So Lindsay probably thought that there was a little bit of animosity in there too. Mm-hmm. She might have. Yeah. It could go either way, but you guys win with the numbers. I bow to you tonight. <laughs> I'm I'm just glad that that it wasn't ruined by her, you know, saying something unfortunate. You know, I Me was too. glad. I was glad when it went through and and she was she was good all the way through. Yeah, as much as I dislike Millie, I still want her and Lindsay to be friends. I think that they're probably both really good for each other. Mm-hmm. All right, so what do you guys think about, well, we already kind of went over this, but overall opinions of Lindsay reaming out the rest of the, the freaks in the hallway Yay! there. Hooray! Yes, awesome. Yeah. One of the best moments so far. Yep. Loved it. Loved I it. Loved. In her, she in her had preppy no... mathlete outfit, just like cursing them out. Beautiful. Yeah. She was not yeah. trying. She had none of that trying to fit in or anything. It was gone. She was. Mm hmm. And, and her sincerity and aggressiveness in that situation actually made all of the freaks reconsider their own lives. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I don't know about Ken. <laughs> Yeah, Ken doesn't, um, Ken and actually, yeah, it created very interesting things with Kim and Daniel for sure. Yeah. Well, um, no, and well, Nick <laughs> was stuck on the fact that she was only sad because he had broken up with her. Well, that because, is him still trying to save how face. Nick broke up with Lindsay. Right, he's still Hold trying on, to well. save face. 
Yeah. I, well, I don't. I don't know. He was. He was. That, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> you know, like they weren't even talking about Nick at all. And he just like randomly blurts out, you know, goes. I, just, I think she's just really upset that, that I broke up with her. Like, dude, we forgot about that four months ago, man. <laughs> well, he's obviously absolutely still stuck on her. He <laughs> he went to go yeah. watch her <laughs> in the yeah. athlete's performance. Well, I mean, they were all trying to make themselves feel better, you know, and I think that's just him, you know, him massaging his own ego. And uh, I, yeah. I have in my notes that, you know, the kids are really in denial about themselves after Lindsay lays into yeah. him. Oh, you and know like what? Daniel Nick wasn't, wasn't actually there either. Nick wasn't there when she yelled at them. Yeah, that's it, true. It was just Ken, Daniel, and uh, and what's her name, Kim. Was Ken there at the end for the mathlete con- competition? Yes. Yeah. 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 And he was cheering and he was all into it. Were they all there, all four of them? I yeah. didn't Nick leave because Nick he was left, embarrassed because yeah. he got caught there. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was all great. I mean, I loved the way that Kim, when uh, you know, when uh, Kim and Daniel were making out in the hallway, and she was like, "I gotta go to class," and he was like, "No, I'm <laughs> like, I went to all my classes yesterday and it sucked." She was like, "You know, you gotta get your act together," and then like walk to class, and then you see Daniel just like walk out to the middle of the hallway. Hey, you should see me right now. I'm like, my fingers are walking on the table. And um, <laughs> he just kind of like looks around and you're like, this is the most, like at that point, that was the most that I ever felt for Daniel because the way that I took that was he feels that he is not smart enough or, or good enough or, or whatever to be able to do the things that um, like like Kim is trying to at that moment make herself a better person by going to class. Mm-hmm. And he feels that he's not even equipped to be able to try to do that. Yeah. And so he's sitting there just in, in doing it in his own loneliness at that moment. I thought that was powerful. Is um, that when he goes out to speak for, to, uh, uh, I forgot his name. Lee Shepard. The, the guru. Harris. Harris. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a little after that. But uh, but I I don't know how the timeline worked. But that was like everyone went to class and he was stuck there in the middle of the hallway by himself. It's, but then it's all before, I could think was like before. where are the where are the hall monitors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the people that are making Sam go back to class. Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you making Daniel go to class? Yeah, I I have here that you know Kim is waking up a little bit and Daniel obviously is too because. He went to all his classes the day before. Yeah, he tried. So, That's the thing. Yeah, he, he tried. Put There's, effort. Yeah, they. She definitely shook them all up. No mm-hmm. two ways about that. I thought the absolute best part of this episode was the fact that they all went to see her. I mean, that to yeah. me is just she yelled at them, gave up on them completely, decided she had wanted nothing to do with them, and even though the beginning of this episode was them using her. They proved at the end of the episode that they don't just want to use her. You know, mm-hmm. all they needed her to do was show them a little balls, you know, just show them a little chutzpah. And she would, and they, it was almost like that made them accept her more, you know, yeah, as a person, I think as an individual. Even Ken, I mean, sorry, even uh, Ken, I think yeah, he well, respected her. I think yeah. so too. He, what did he say? He said, 
<laughs> they were like, Kim was like, what the hell was that? And was like, I don't know, but it was pretty damn funny. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down. I don't know, but it pretty was pretty funny. funny. <laughs> but do you guys also think that her performance also helped them? I don't know. Do you think it impressed them so much that that her changed a little performance? bit? Well, yeah, I mean, they were they seemed really impressed by it. Oh yeah, no, like you know what, do. this girl has got it going on. Like she yeah. didn't act oh. that way around them. Oh, yeah. you're and absolutely she right. I think kept that. that... Yeah. yeah, I yeah, feel like they yeah. they were impressed that she was finally like not going like, "Hey guys, what's up?" Yeah, sure, I'll do whatever you say. And uh-huh. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, she so, finally like, stood the... up to them. Yeah, the second that they weren't walking all over her, I'm walking on my table again. By the way, um, second they weren't walking all over her they clearly respected her more. Yeah. So I think they needed her to do that for them to be actual friends. So even metaphorical walking gets walked on your table? (laughs) Apparently. I've never done this in my life before. What are you guys doing here? Walking every time the word is said. Yeah, I think it was very important that they ended up going to a foreign movie at the end. Because remember, like, in the Halloween episode when she's like, Mm -hmm. let's go to a movie. And it was like, what? We just hang yeah. out and don't do anything, you know? Yeah. And they all decide to go to a foreign movie of all things, like to yeah. really better themselves. Yeah. It's they, almost like, they, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, yeah, they absolutely are, you know, being influenced by her, which is, you know, I'm not sure whether that would happen in real life, especially as quickly as it happened in this episode, but, um, but it was cool. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. I thought. I think it. Could, I think it could happen. I think that can happen. I think it does um, happen. It happened yeah. for my, some of my friends too. Yeah. And I was into a lot of stuff, and they all said, you know, because we saw you into a lot of stuff, you know, we started joining things and doing more. Cool. It was. It, you know, it's. Not, I'm not saying that I was trying. It's just you know, if somebody's mm-hmm. confident in doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. and. You know, you kind of have to look at yourself and say, okay, what do I have going on? What do I like to do? You know, let me find something that I like. I, I don't, it was, a, it was a matter of years over a period of years, of course, but mm-hmm. not a matter of a day. <laughs> yeah. And it can't just be changing your clothes and getting a fluffy hairdo. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, it was also, I, I was expecting, one of the things that I was expecting to happen was I kept waiting for the pressure to get to Lindsay in the, the um, competition and for her to screw up. I was really expecting her, you know, to either be so consumed with her competition uh, with Shelly that she, she um, that with beating Shelly that she messed up or, you know, had overprepared or when they walked in for that to throw her off. And she was solid. She was just, you know, this totally solid competitor that was just like nothing was getting to her. So that was impressive. I agree. I, I, yeah. I think that makes it so much better and that it wasn't obviously, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to see that part of Lindsay because it went, it went along with her telling them off that you know, you really got a feeling that, you know, this girl, no wonder she was the star of the, of the team. I mean, you know, she doesn't get shaken or anything else. She's just, and you could see how the, 
Felix really could see a different side of this girl. Mm-hmm. But you know, they it, probably it, had seen that side of her a little bit back when, because they knew her before. Well, but, they knew of her. Yeah. I don't think they ever talked, but you know what it reminded me of? The party episode. I think it was like the second episode of the season when Daniel walks into Lindsay's room and he's clearly um, genuinely impressed by all her trophies and medals that she's won. Right. Yeah. And this is him like actually seeing it in action and he right. really is impressed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice to see them care about something like even if it's if it, like they're, they're caring about their friend at this point, you know, they're yeah. caring about Lindsay and it's, it's different. And, and that's, you know, kind of what she said in the beginning of the episode when she read them out and she was like, you know, you guys don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? They care about you apparently. Yeah. Which surprised me. Mm-hmm. It really surprised did. me too. But you know what? It's, it's, it's like they're teaching each other. You know, I, I'm starting to think like all these characters, like they all have something to, to show to the other characters that's going to make them into a better person. Like Millie and Lindsay need each other in ways. And then Lindsay and, and clearly the freaks need each other in ways also. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think they all help each other. Yeah, I mean, up until this point, you know, the the freaks have just been kind of leaning on each other in, you know, mutually supporting their their uh loserdom Mm -hmm. and you know Lindsay coming into things has definitely changed the dynamic as of this point yeah all right well is there anything else you guys want to talk about with this episode before we get into the feedback we got uh the kid against shelly was on veronica mars i don't remember wallace yes it was wallace it was wallace Wallace. finnell I read that she. Do you? Are you talking about Shelly? Shelly. Oh no, that guy. No, the guy against Shelly. I have a note here. Shelly is melting, and the kid against her was on Veronica Mars, and I don't remember who it was. I just made that note. I recognized. Well well done, Carol. Shelly. Shelly was on an episode of Buffy. Which one? Lessons. Is that in season seven? Yeah, it's uh, it's the first episode, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I don't know. Then she must have just been a student at the school, maybe? That episode probably is the best final two minutes of any book. Yeah. So awesome. I'll have to look at her again. I know the guy that picked Sam up was in Popular. I don't know if you guys watched Popular. Mm -mm. Popular? Is that a show? Yeah. It was on... I think in the, the WB. 90s. Yeah, it was a yeah. um, the same guy that did Glee. Glee. Was the oh. theme song popular by Nata Surf? I don't know. You'd have to sing that for me. <laughs> I'm popular. Got a no. new car. No. <laughs> you guys don't remember that song? It was so popular. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of songs, was the uh, song... Was the theme song for Freaks and Geeks written for the show, or was it used uh, by the show and popular before? No, it was popular old. before. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I Because I've, you know, there have been theme songs from shows that became, like, big, big, big hits, like top ten hits on the radio and stuff. And I didn't watch the show, and I didn't know that it was a theme song from a show until 
you know, later, and you know, somebody would Isn't say something from the eighties or like something. Like Friends, it's Joan Jett. You guys yeah. know Joan Jett, yeah. is, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I just, it just occurred to me, I had always assumed that it was just being used for the show. And then it occurred to me, wait a minute, actually it could have been, you know, for all I knew, it could have been written for the show and just then been a big hit. Yeah, no, uh, that was, that was definitely a, that was a big song back in the 80s. Or it might have even been, yeah, it was probably. In the 90s too. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that bothered me at the end was that, you know, now Rich, you had said that she kind of start finding a middle ground you thought but she's back to lying to her parents at the end well you know what made me think the middle ground it was just the conversation that she had with millie where she was just yeah. like you know she was they were just nice to each other and she was like we'll always be friends but mm -hmm. i can't sleep here that to me makes me feel like she's evolving a little bit you know mm -hmm. like she's not scared to be friends with millie anymore like before she was clearly avoiding her for a long time yeah. And now she's okay with being a part of her life, but still having that other part of her life. Yeah. She's not there all the way yet, clearly. Yeah. I have a note here, you know, Lindsay's back to lying to her parents. I hope she doesn't end up letting them down. Yeah. Um, well, her father forbid her forever being friends with them again forever. So yeah. <laughs> that's a little hard. What's yeah. Gonna is, is her parents pissed off next time that she sees them with them? What's the next episode? Um, do you know? Uh, oh no, I was the just on IMBD. Oh, the garage door. That's the, the name of the episode. Uh, apparently, yeah. I'll check. I don't remember <laughs> that at all. That literally sounds like something I've never heard of. It's a good episode. What the hell is a garage? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, I'll message you, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into feedback um i have harold sent us an email on june 4th <laughs> harold i hope you're listening to this buddy yeah um, well, he sent us a facebook message today saying he doesn't remember what he says <laughs> okay well then this is even better there's gonna be like new information to you it's gonna be new for him yes all right, so Harold's email says, Looks and books. As I have been rewatching the show with you, I've noticed a lot of Easter eggs, including a moment a few episodes back in Carded and Discarded when the freaks go to the disco clothing store to get the fake IDs from Jason Schwartzman. And Joel Hodgson interrupts their conversation and tells Schwartzman to get back to work by saying that he has a crate of Parisian night suits that were not going to unpack themselves. Interesting. Yeah, I there's never a callback. I noticed that. I noticed uh, it when we watched it, but I couldn't say anything. That's awesome. Uh, he says there are some more good Easter eggs like this in Looks and Books, but I won't spoil anything for the newbies. Um, this was another great episode full of memorable moments. I could probably recap the whole episode if I were to list my favorites, but it does have to do, but it does have my favorite Sam and Mr. Rosso moments in the series. Sam walking into school in his Parisian night suit and Rosso telling the tale of what happened to him that fateful night when he was uh, at the Southern Honky Tonk. Although we don't get flashbacks on this show, they still manage to show us what Lindsay was like before her grandmother died. I thought that when she was walking through the school hallway wearing her old clothes, she actually looked about a year younger than she had in the earlier scenes. At the beginning of this episode, the freaks used peer pressure to talk Lindsay into her, taking her parents' car, but at the end, it was her own decision to leave the sleepover and take the long way home to be with her burned-out friends. 
She has tried to be the perfect daddy's girl again, but it just isn't who she is anymore. This episode ends with another callback when Kim suggests going to a foreign movie, just like Lindsay did in a previous episode, which Emily mentioned to earlier. When Lindsay first made the suggestion, the freaks laugh at her. Now, they're all in. They want to be more like Lindsay, more than she wants to be like them. She's the cool one now, even if she doesn't know it. That is an interesting take on it, Harold, and I love it, and it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> Very nice, Harold. Thank you. Oh, sorry. I just he just read my up. message. <laughs> Uh-oh. Now I know that one. Oh. That's, that's, that's an unforgettable one. I just did not know the name of the episode. Yes. But now I understand why it's the name of the episode. Garage <laughs> <laughs> uh, door, huh? The garage door. It's, it's this door. I mean, it holds the key. I don't know to what. But to something. <laughs> what? Um, does anybody have the Facebook page open? Because if not, I'm opening it right now. I, I do. Do you have it, Carol? I did have it. I don't have it right now. Okay. Ray Doria says, I really like this episode. I think Lindsay needed to take a look at her new friends and realize that they take advantage of her far too often. Also, it's great to get a look at what Lindsay was like before she had her existential crisis that had her wanting to quit the mathletes and hang out with the freaks. I liked getting a glimpse of that here. Linda is really great in this episode too. As for the geeks, their storyline is hilarious. Sam in that Parisian night suit with that feathered hair is just such a hilarious image. Good to see Gordon and Harris back as well. Also, Daniel and Harris make a surprisingly entertaining team. <laughs> Ew, I agree. I enjoyed their little, we kind of glossed over them, but their conversation yeah. at that yeah. was enjoyable. I mean, mm -hmm. he's just like, well, you're, you know, you're not, I don't, I don't want to spoil anyone's quote. Yeah, quote yeah, I've got that quote up. Okay, then I'm not going to bother. And All you right, know well, what? We talked about Harris, and this came up about Harris's sex life, and I knew this was coming up. It was in one of our, we talked about it in one of our old podcasts, and I couldn't say anything. We talked about whether or not we thought that he was having sex or not. Right, and I had to yeah, just shut yeah, my I'm mouth. <laughs> That's interesting. He was hooking up with that one girl. He had a girlfriend at some point. They must have just been making out, kissing. All right, let's do uh, let's do ratings, guys. Newbies first. I'm gonna pull a name out of the hat, and it is Aisha. <laughs> I was gonna say deep hat. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I really didn't I didn't hate about this episode, so There's nothing you didn't hate? Yeah. <laughs> but you hated the whole episode. <laughs> There's nothing I hated. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> English major over here. Okay. Um yeah, I pretty much liked everything. Like I liked that Lindsay had um an episode where she had to look back on who she was before she started hanging out with the freaks and stuff and realize that she wasn't she wasn't the same person and she couldn't go back to being that person anymore and just trying to find like a happy medium in between the two. So I'm gonna have to give it an A. Oh wow. Excellent. Love it. All right. Katrin, you're up. 
Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was really great to learn more about Lindsay. The Sam storyline relied a lot on embarrassment humor, which I don't really like. So I'm going to go with a minus. An A minus. Okay. Yes. All right. Sorry. You said, like, I'm going to go with A, and I thought you were going to say, like, you were using A as a preposition. Is that the thing? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I get it, though. Yeah. Whatever I'm trying to say is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. We understand. Uh, she was just um, giving it a minus. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I heard first. I was like, a, a what minus? Oh, <laughs> I get it now. Um, Carol, you're up. Um, I did really like the Lindsay parts and a lot. And I liked the um, the the way they wrote the change in the freaks because you know with all of the the bluster after she she um, told them off and then it you know the more to react the bluster kind of wore away. I thought that was really nicely done, um, but the Sam stuff was really tough for me to take. You know really really tough for me to take um i'm gonna go with a b because the the sam stuff brought just was so hard but uh the rest was really good elizabeth what are your uh what do you rate the episode um i think i liked it more the first time i watched it um you know i said i was listening to your podcast last night and i was listening to harold's excellent voicemail and he was talking about how the characters and what happens to the characters kind of just evolves out of the characters themselves and just the way they are and it's very natural in this episode I kind of felt like they were trying to push everything into a plot so the plot was that Lindsay was going to get mad at them and that she was going to go back to her old life and that she was going to realize by the end of the episode that that's not who she was anymore and it all had to fit into one episode and I thought that was just a little rushed for me um but I did like her getting upset and telling them off um the Sam thing was hard to watch he was so cute though um mm-hmm. so <laughs> I think I'll give it a B I enjoyed it but I think it could have been a little done a little bit more naturally okay Rich you here oh you are very far away Yes. Oh, hold on. Okay. Uh, okay. That's best. He's coming uh, closer. He's coming closer. <laughs> Run. Okay. <laughs> uh, what did uh? So I got a B from Elizabeth, right? Yeah. Did you go, Emily? No, I didn't. Uh, uh, what about you, Carol? I heard. I part would. Of what you did. What'd you give it? I don't think I'm going to tell you. Why not? <laughs> no, it was a B. It was a B. <laughs> The uh, embarrassment humor was just too much. Yeah, right. yeah, sense. it it brought it down for me. It was really difficult, but the rest of it I really liked. Okay, cool. You want um, me to go? I'll yeah, go. go ahead. All right. Um, I thought I loved, I loved, loved, loved the whole Lindsay storyline in this episode. I think it's fantastic, and it's not just Lindsay. It's Lindsay and Kim and Daniel. Uh, I think it's really good for them, and and Ken sort of also. 
but we really have we have some characters taking like some serious back seats here. Like there's virtually no Nick, Neil, or uh, or Bill in this episode. They do very very little. Um, but that's okay. I don't really need them to be around all the time. Bill stuffs a giant pretzel in his mouth. <laughs> and it was quite impressive. With mustard. <laughs> the actor hates mustard. He was pretty pissed he had to do that. That is hilarious, and it makes it way funnier. I love <laughs> I, I loved the way that the guy looked like when a piece of salt or like a crumb dripped from the pretzel when he put it in his mouth. The guy in the store like looked at it like, come on, man. Like, what are you doing in here? <laughs> I just thought that, that looked funny. But I, I think uh, I, the Sam stuff is uh, – I'm, I'm a uh, – I hate embarrassment humor also, but for some reason, it just doesn't hit me that hard in this episode. I didn't really feel that uncomfortable watching it happen. I don't know why. I can't explain that. But but the other stuff is just so good. Like, seeing... I, I never thought I'd see Lindsay from the past year, you know, and I never really thought uh, she could have such a profound effect on her new friends and make them reconsider the, the direction that their lives are going in. So I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give it an A minus. I think it was really, really solid. Good. Well, I give it an A. Um, I do not have any hangups on embarrassment humor. My kryptonite would be explicit sexual humor. I don't find it funny. <laughs> so that's mine. Um, okay. But remember that for future. Yep. I was yes. gonna like okay, mental note. <laughs> um. I think with the Sam stuff, how embarrassment humor doesn't bother me. I think when I think on Freaks and Geeks and the classic moments and the funny things and when people share funny moments, these Sam seams pop up a lot. Um, this is very classic Freaks and Geeks Sam stuff here. Um, and it's funny. Um, and the Lindsay stuff, the character progression is great. I know that it was a little heavy-handed or rushed, but I forgive the show. One, because it's, it's TV, you know. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's a little forgivable for TV. It's not perfect. And also, they were rushed. They were only given one episode at a time at this point, And they knew that it was going downhill. And they had the story they wanted to tell. So I'm going to forgive them that. I, just, I think this is an A episode. Solid. Solid. All right, solid scores. We got two Bs, uh, two A minuses, and an A, right? Yeah. I think this uh, is the highest rated episode. You think so? Might be. I don't know. I'd have to go back. Yeah. I have a, I have a notepad somewhere that actually has them all written down. Oh wow. It got it got moved in the move, so I don't know. I'll have to look around for that. But all right, we got to cap this off. So let's do some yep. quotes and get out of here. Oh, one one quick thing. Um, I forgot to uh, put down cultural re references of the time, but a couple that just hit me. One was uh, the magic pan. Oh, I love the magic pan. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's a restaurant. It was a restaurant oh. at the time. It They served crepes. Like a chain and, restaurant? Huh? Like a chain restaurant? Like there was a lot of them? I, I, I assume so, since they knew them, and I knew there was one in, I believe was, uh, we went in New York City. And uh, so there had to have been, you know, they had to have been around the country, I guess. This was around Detroit, this show? 
I think. Uh, yeah, it's, is it Ohio or is it Detroit? Is it Michigan? Michigan? I really think it's Detroit. It's the outskirts Detroit. somewhere. Yeah, I, I didn't remember where it was supposed to be. Um, when did they go there? Is that where they were hanging out on their cars? No, I think I think maybe her mom mentioned something about going to the magic pan or something. Hello? You're here. You yeah. disappeared for a second. Okay. But they served crepe. They they were a crepe restaurant. There were a couple of them at that time. There was uh, there was La Crepe and there was Magic Pan. Okay, and, cool. Uh, and I had no idea. The other, the other uh, reference was um, that I caught that I remember was um, Saturday Night Fever when mm. he showed up with the jumpsuit. They made some comment either. Oh, and Disco Ken. John Travolta <laughs> or something like that. It was there was some kind of a thing that kind of the big guy picked him up. Oh, maybe that's someone's quote. Yeah, and he so, said he's anyway, got the disco Kendall. <laughs> yeah, those those were the only two things that I. If it was disco Ken, there's another one. So or, I've got one in one of my quotes. Okay. Um, how about we let our guests go first? Sure. Okay. Um, this is from Kowchewski. Mm-hmm. Ladies, ladies, this is just for tomorrow's scrimmage. This isn't the last chopper out of Saigon. So can we please just crank down the drama a notch, okay? <laughs> that was one of mine, too. I love it. Doobies, <laughs> come on. Ooh, okay. We just got something from Nutty. I'm going to check out what it is. <laughs> I will go. Um, okay, so it's Bill talking. He's like, I heard my mom say to her girlfriend that any guy with feathered hair is foxy. (laughs) (laughs) And I appreciate it because of the word foxy. I wrote that one down too. (laughs) Actually, that feathered hair is a... Do they talk about feathering hair anymore? That was a thing at the time. No, no. no, Not really, no. Yeah, Yeah, that was a thing at the time. Feathered hair. Um, I have one in the store. Do you want to be a stud or a super stud? Super <laughs> stud. Go for Go super, super studs, stud. <laughs> Sam. Super studs, uh, Sam. That was one of my pretty much the only one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I've got. Well, you're not a loser because you have sex. <laughs> yeah. <that's> <laughs> And then, how does he end that? He finishes the conversation with, uh... But if you weren't having sex, we could definitely debate the issue. (laughs) (laughs) Got any, Patron? What? You got any? I did mine. Oh, you did yours already. She was foxy. Yeah. (laughs) Who didn't go yet? I haven't. I said... This is his mom. Sam, you look so handsome. Just like one of the Hardy boys. <laughs> I love that. That was like a reference from the... When were the Hardy boys? Like the 30s and 40s. No, no. That's that's another one. I missed, I forgot that one. There was a TV show. Oh, really? Yeah. I just thought she was thinking of the covers back when she was a little girl reading no, the Hardy boys. No, no. Uh, one of the oh, one of the teen heartthrobs came out of it. Um, 
Sean Cassidy came out Ooh. of uh, the Hardy Boys. My and sister yes, loved had, Sean Cassidy. <laughs> he had very pretty um, feathered hair. He did. Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah. That that was, yeah, there was a TV show. I guess it was in the 80s. Okay. Cool. Anyone else? No? No. Nope. Well, I only had that one written down that Carol said. So, got nothing else to offer you guys. I'm sorry. I should... You should have gone first. It's okay. I just want to do this one more time, even though I did it earlier in the episode. Can you guys picture a window in front of me right now? No, not a window, a mirror. Ow! 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you did have another quote. It was more about the movements that you guys clearly can't see right now. I stood up out of my chair and started pointing in different directions while I was doing it. We pictured it. All right, excellent. There's, you know, there's YouTube. <laughs> I could be a YouTube sensation just by yeah. emulating freaks and geeks. Yeah. All right. So All right. Uh, before you go, Rich, who won, freaks or the geeks? Well, the freaks absolutely won. They had, like, uh, some kind of, like, monumental realization towards the end of the episode where they're going to be better people. They went to see a foreign film at the end and Sam just was embarrassed throughout the entire course of the episodes. Geeks definitely lost. Okie doke. All right. All right. right. I'll see you guys later. See ya. Bye, Rich. Who's next? Um, I'll go. I say the freaks too for what Rich said. They, uh, they saw growth. They introspected. They oh. made some bad decisions, and they got some consequences for it. They got yelled at by Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lindsay, she, uh, I guess she kind of realized some things. I don't know if, uh, I don't know, I guess it depends on your point of view. If going back with the freaks is good or a bad thing. You know, as a mom, it's hard to feel like it's a good thing but you know mm-hmm. I would like I'd rather my daughter be a mathlete <laughs> you know she's so smart you know you see her in that competition and she's amazing mm-hmm. she's so talented but you know she's making herself happy and so that's good anyway so yeah the freaks yeah. definitely won I agree um I couldn't see any way that you, that the geeks could be justified as winning on this one. Um, and the freaks did, you know, as you say, they they came out of it um, better people in many ways, in that they're actually thinking about future and they're thinking about who they are and you know thinking about bettering themselves and such, which is um, and not just, you know, taking their, what they've been doing for granted as the only way. And so, I mean, it's, you know, growth and all that good stuff. Lindsay, I just, uh, I mean, I hope she is getting some perspective and I agree with you about the, as a, as a mother going back to the freaks, it's not overly thrilling 
On the other hand, I could definitely see how she might not want to live with the personality that comes out in her when she's a mathlete. True. But there's other options in life <laughs> than one, than a, you know, super competitive mathlete who's ready to, you know, just cut her teammates off at the knees. Um, <laughs> or being with the freaks and lying to her parents and stealing their car and stuff. And so, crashing it, yeah. Yeah, so. All right, well, what's next? Uh, I'm also going to say that the freaks won because of what everyone else said. <laughs> okay. This is a pretty, this is kind of a landslide, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel Agreed. like the freaks definitely won because... Only like Sam, like as part of the geeks, went through some went through something, and like it, he didn't come out any different from it. Like he just um, wanted to change himself a little bit, so Cindy would notice him, and um, yeah, his confidence got shot a little bit, but just a little, a little pep talk from what's his face, like perked him right up again, so it didn't really seem to bother him much. Yeah, yeah. he did. He kind of took his advice. Except Neil kind of shot it down. He's like, I totally think I'm cool. <laughs> 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 no one else thinks I am. He's like, so, you know, that he doesn't work. He was only in, like, two scenes, so. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and I agree that the Freaks won. There is there really wasn't much to give the geeks anyways, but no. um, but definitely the freaks, um, they they grew a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we have some feedback from Nutty. She got in just under the wire, and I mean that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Nutty says, poor Sam. I feel him so hard on this. He's trying, but missing so gloriously, I have been there. Oh my goodness, did you come to school in a Parisian night suit? You need to tell the story. Maybe she is, <laughs> I haven't read on. <laughs> Eddie, we need more details. <laughs> um, trying so hard to fit in that you become the joke. Oh, You can't go out and buy confidence. My younger self would be shocked at me now. And I would love to see adult Sam now. I know, just watch Bones. <laughs> Lindsay's, <laughs> Lindsay's slide back into the mathletes is cool because unlike other shows, she doesn't, she really doesn't have to make a choice. She never did. She just thought she did. I think my favorite part of this episode is when the freaks are cheering her on. It just makes me so happy. Yeah, I love that too. They get really rowdy and into it. It's really funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Probably doesn't happen at a mathlete competition ever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that's one of those things that I have seen happen where, you know, an unusual group will end up at a competition and <laughs> and react very differently than the than is considered the norm. Right. Like sarcastically? Um no, sometimes getting rowdy or, you know, cheering for somebody when it's like, no, you don't cheer. That's right. not really good. <laughs> I thought you meant people showing up just to cheer sarcastically. That's that has happened too. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. 
Well, thanks, guys. Thank you, Elizabeth, for coming on. Thank you for um, being rescheduled and being open to it and sure. not writing us off forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a problem. It was fun. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, if you want to uh, join us online, we have a McKinleyCast Facebook page. We have a Gmail account, McKinleyCast, at gmail.com. You can write us, leave us feedback. We are going to be reviewing next the garage door. I would, I sincerely hope it's sooner than in five months, because if not, I guess we will be losing Aisha. So... We have a goal, guys. And we're well, this try. was what episode eleven? Did somebody say? Yes. Yeah. So that means we have seven left. Seven left. We should be able to do seven in what? How many months? October, November, December. In three months. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, fingers we crossed. We should be able to, and we'll be trying other days of the week and things as we can. Yeah. Yeah. Great. But, okay. Because I definitely can do it more often during the week than the next couple Sundays. Yeah, I've got another podcast and I keep my nights kind of open to it. Mm-hmm. What is that other podcast again? It's Yes Mother podcast. We review the Bates Motel, um, but it's only 10 episode seasons. And so we have a lot of downtime and one of our viewers asked us to do Buffy. And so we, my sister Sue, who does podcasts with me, is watching Buffy along with us. And it's a lot of fun. And what's the name of that podcast? Yes, Mother. It's So it's not under Buffy. It's, if you want to listen to it for Buffy's sake, you need to uh, go to Yes, Mother podcast. And then you'll find all the podcasts are labeled Sue Watches Buffy. Excellent. And, thank you, Carol. <laughs> Anybody else have something they need to plug? No. <laughs> Big empty silence. <laughs> All right, then I All guess right. we should sign off. Yeah. Well, Guys, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. All right. All right. Um, we'll see you next time. Sooner than later. Absolutely. All right. Bye. Good night. Good night. All right. Bye. 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 Oh, and thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thanks. She's gone. <laughs> she's gone. Well, maybe if she listens to the podcast, she'll hear it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See ya. Bye. All right. I guess I'll start. Mm-hmm. Mom, guess what awesome. I'm doing? Perfect. Yeah. I'm doing look up in the dictionary and it's worth 10 points. Wow, that'll take you a while. If you do that one, you that's the only one you need to do tonight, okay? Okay. Mommy? What? After you do five words. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Still getting Sounds homework done. The yes. cutest thing I've heard in my life. <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Rick. I'm, Car- I'm Carol. Sorry. I'm Katrin. You sure are. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm and I'm Elizabeth. 
That was a big failure, guys. Can we do that again? That was pretty bad. Yeah, please. Please. It's been five months, okay? I know, but of all the things that we should be able to do is say our own names. (laughs) (laughs) That shouldn't be that hard. It's really hard, okay? I kind of feel like we should skip the predictions. No, it's okay. We could... We could do it, predictions. I mean, it's just you and Gadrin. <laughs> and and that's the problem because, I mean, Gadrin <laughs> and I are worth hearing, aren't we? Of course you are. But I just <laughs> yeah. read Gadrin's and it's half of a sentence. And <laughs> you just said that yours might be different in your notes than what's on here. And I should not even do one, so. <laughs> Like six foot nine, so I can get with Leoshi because she don't know me, but yo, she's really fine. You know, I see her all the time, everywhere I go, even in my dreams. I got scheme of ways to make her mine because I know she's living fat. Her boyfriend's tall and he plays ball, so how am I gonna compete with that? Because when it comes to playing basketball, I'm always last to be picked, and in some cases, never picked at all. So I just lean up on the wall or sit up in the bleachers with the rest of the girls who came to watch their man ball. Tag y'all, I never understood black while the jocks get the fly girls and me, I get the hood rats. I tell them, Skittles, kebabble, got hit with a bottle Been in the hospital for talking that mess I confess it's a shame when you living in a city That's the size of a box and nobody knows your name Glad I came to my senses Like quick, quick, got sick, sick to my stomach Overcoming by thoughts of me and her together, right? So when I asked out, she said I wasn't a type I wish I was a little bit taller I wish I was a baller I wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-born caller I wish I was a little bit taller, I wish I was a baller, I wish I had a girl with a good, I would call her. guys i had so much fun actually doing this again i'm sad that we don't do this more often so let's put in a serious effort to to try um i know that a lot of the time sunday nights are just they're hell on me Uh, i am whatever i can't get done throughout the course of the week because of work and, and child and all of that stuff um ends up falling to sunday nights for me and that's generally why um we can't do it. Just so you audience members know, the Sunday night cancellations usually fall on my head. But um, that's why this this beautiful Tuesday night is happening right now. But I'm going to do everything that I possibly can to try to get on a, a more solid schedule. I just moved, and I am still kind of in the process of moving, but I'll be done within the next couple days, and hopefully after that, things will start to calm down. Though I can't promise that because, you know, life... But let's hope. Fingers crossed. All right, let's see. Oh, man, there's other programs that I have to open, isn't there? Total Recorder. Ah, I remember you. Audacity. I remember you, too. Aw, <laughs> brings back memories. Nostalgia. All right. Come on, sing with me. Jimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yam, shimmy, yeah. Give me the mic so I can take it away. Off on the natural charge, bone for yards. Yeah, from the home of the dog, 
Southern Brooklyn squad. Wu Tang, Lil Hubby's on the swarm. Rain on your college ass, disco dorm. But you didn't even touch my skill. You gotta go to one killer B, and he ain't gonna kill now. Drop that down, pass it all around. Lyrics get hard, quick, see back to the ground. 40 MC and any 52 stacks, I get psycho. I wanna take 